Excursion Broadcasting Network. Greetings, good morning, welcome to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I'm going to begin with Hebrews chapter 1. Long ago, many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, He has spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed the heir of all things, through whom also He created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of His nature. And He holds up, upholds the universe by the word of His power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more, and the name, I'm sorry, as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, you are my son, Today I have begotten you. Or again, I will be to him a father, he shall be to me as a son. Again, repeatedly, he brings the firstborn into the world. He says, let all the angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, he makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. But of the Son, he says, of the Son, he says, I emphasize this because many Christians do not understand who Jesus Christ is. The world doesn't, and many believers do not really understand who this individual Jesus Christ is. So this is what Hebrews chapter 8 says. I'm sorry. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 8. But of the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. And, verse 10, you, Lord, laid the foundations of the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment. 
Like a robe, you will roll them up. Like a garment, they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years have no end. And to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet? Verse 14, concerning the angels, this is what it says. Are they not ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? So I begin the program today bringing this simple understanding to you. Jesus Christ is the very God who created all things, the heavens, the earth. He is the very God that resides in every individual who has received Jesus Christ and has received the Holy Spirit. He is the very God. For every person that is born again, so you're not misled, Jesus Christ is God Himself. During His time in the Gospels, He made many, He alluded to this reality many times, that He was God. In what He spoke, and in His actions, and He, the exclamation point to what he spoke and what he did while he was here. The exclamation point was the day of resurrection. On the day of resurrection, in that morning, early, while everyone was asleep, the angels, fallen and holy, were present when he was on the slab on the bench. Satan, the chief principalities, powers, spiritual forces, the chief, the top, they were there while he lay on the bench. It was three days. And he awoke and he ascended. This was the exclamation point. The Lord Jesus, through many scriptures, Old Testament, New Testament, made it very clear that in the final years before he returns, all of the mysteries that have been hidden will be revealed. There will be no mysteries. People who have not entertained the thought of a God who reaches into time 
arranges things in time, has a hand on everything that happens in time, especially the time in which we live, will see that there is, outside of the natural universe, there is an individual or the Godhead, a plurality, and God said, let us make man in our image. The unity, the triunity, the plurality of who God is, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And He will reveal Himself to every individual that is old enough to comprehend the thought of God as God. As the one who holds the universe in His hand and He holds the universe together by the power of His Word. This God, according to Scriptures from Genesis to Revelation, must obey what He has spoken through His prophets, what Christ spoke while He was here, what the apostles spoke after Christ's resurrection. Everything that was spoken concerning God revealing Himself to every man, woman, child, even His creation. Everyone who is able to comprehend the thought of an Almighty God, a Creator God, a Savior God, He's represented in a myriad, hundreds and thousands of ways in the Scripture, No one will be able to say to him or deny that his hand, that he is involved in everything happening presently in this world. Everything. This is what the message of God's people for you and the family of God, for you who have been called to eternal life, who have been given the Holy Spirit, who are forever a child of God, God has a plan that you are to carry out on His behalf. To make His name known and make His name great. To announce who He is to the micro or macro world in which He's called you to. And that His name will be made great and known and that you will present to your family, your friends, those around you, that he, you are a member of his kingdom, an invisible kingdom, but nevertheless, though invisible, powerful. 
that you are to you are a representative of a king that has a kingdom on this earth and that this king is going to shortly set up his kingdom on the earth in Jerusalem we are his ambassadors presently but to every person that is born again in the family of Christ within eight nine years you are going to be brought before Christ at the judgment seat of Christ in the clouds in the air to be rewarded or punishment punished for all that you have done during your life lifetime within eight nine years ten years at the most we will be in eternity and at that time Christ will have concluded all of his work the war of Armageddon will have been uh, will have concluded the sheep the goats will have received their rewards and Christ will set up his kingdom on the earth in Jerusalem and for a thousand years it will be the millennial rule the reign of this son of almighty God he is the inheritor of all things everything belongs to him he has not inherited all things yet presently what he owns is in the hands of an enemy the prince of darkness Diablo but very soon shortly within eight to ten years this world and the kingdoms of this world will be ruled be, will be given to Christ as an inheritance and he will rule over the world for the next thousand years and then after that the earth the universe is going to be wrapped up like a garment it has been used it has served its purpose the stars the moon the sun the whole cosmos the whole world as we understand it is going to disintegrate dissolve the usefulness of the universe will have will be over there will be no need for it any longer because there will be a new Jerusalem a new heaven and a new earth this is what the scripture says we can believe it so I want to begin by just saying today Christians do not have the reality of who Christ is. They don't have the reality that the very God that they have, the very uh, Savior that they have believed into is the very God, is the very God himself. This is a mystery, has been a mystery. This is a, a uh, 
stumbling stone to the Jewish people, to the nations of the world. It should not be a mystery to God's children. That shouldn't be a mystery. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 8. I'm going to read it again. But of the Son, he says, and this is talking about the Son, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, the Son of man. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. And this is Jesus Christ. Now we see that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. But here it says, And you, Lord, laid the foundations of the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment, like a robe. You will roll them up like a garment. They will be changed. But you are the same, and your years have no end because he is immortal. He is eternal. He was at one time, Christ was at one time mortal, just like we are, mortal man. But on the day that he raised from the dead, when he laid on that cow, or on the uh, bench. All I'm telling you, Satan was there. All of the chief princes that served Satan, the fallen angels, were there. They were present. All these commanders in the kingdom of darkness were there. And what they feared occurred. He woke up, and it says in Colossians that as he ascended, as he stood, and he ascended to be anointed heir of all things. In Colossians it says, they all grabbed him. They grabbed him, they clung to him, they did everything possible to hold him and keep him in place. But it says that he brushed them off. You know, in the early 90s, one day I, uh, on a Saturday morning, I went outside. And I found on a bush across the street, thousands and thousands of little honeybees. And I knew they were looking for a nest. And I was able to go and put my arm in that whole hive. I mean, there was a ball the size of a, bigger than a uh, beach ball. And these little guys, they just let me, they just, clung onto my arm, 
and all the neighbor's kids, the lady that uh, it was her property, she came out. She was freaked out. She didn't know what to do. She started telling her children to get away. You're going to die. The bees are going to kill you. The death by the bees. And I told her, I said, I said, ma'am, get a grip. No, I didn't tell her that. I said, no, I said, ma'am, they're the queen. Uh, she's looking for a hive. And all these bees are there to keep her, protect her. That's what they're there for. Well, when it came time, we called a guy, and he came out to take the bees, and, and he had a, the, what do you call them, where you, the beehives. But as, as he, but what I did is I just brushed them off. I just gently kind of brushed them off, and as they, they didn't sting me. I didn't get one bite. Some of the other kids stuck their hands into, into, the, into the ball of bees. They couldn't believe it. And they're just a little buzzing, and you can feel their little wings fluttering, and they're talking back and forth in bee language. And I just brushed them off. That is exactly what Christ did in the book of Colossians as he ascended. He dusted them off. He brushed them off. They couldn't hold him. That was the exclamation point. We talk about the center. What was the center event of eternity past, eternity future? The center event. Was it the birth of Christ? Was it the beginning of his ministry? Was it the night of crucifixion? Or was it the day, the morning that he sat up off the bench and stood up and was attacked by all of the created angels that he created right here in Revelation, I'm sorry, in Hebrews chapter 1. To which of the angels did he say, you are my son, this day have I begotten you. You are going to be the heir of all things. To which of the angels did he say that? And here, in the New Age movement, in the occult, they worship angels, fallen angels, very powerful, very intelligent. But to which of the angels did God say, You are my son, this day have I begotten you. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. God is speaking very clearly to the inhabitants of this earth. Very clearly. But I'm afraid that Satan has been able to make death the people of the world. The people of the world are not paying attention. They think that everything happening, they think that all the events that are taking place right now is just the course of natural events. Just accidental, just time, just history. No, it is not. Everything happening in the events taking place in this earth have the imprint 
have the uh, hand of God upon them. Everything. What is happening in this country, God's hand is involved. I can prove it through the scriptures. What's happening in Israel is ordained by God, planned by God, spoken of by God to his prophets in the Old Testament. I have discussed this for the last month. What is happening in Israel in this war with this Hamas, I'm sorry, with the, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Hamas. I have to keep them, I have to keep all these terrorists separate. ISIS, ISIL, Hezbollah, Hamas, etc. Daesh, hard to keep them separate. They're all the same. It's just like a pack of wolves, just different coats. evil according to the Bible I'll try to keep my thought and continue when we get back podcasts for those who are leaving are on 1360khnc.com every Sunday 9 to noon the Olive Tree and Lampstand Mady, Olive Tree and Lampstand Radio Ministry I'm your host Rick Rodriguez 1360khnc AM Radio Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. You know, the unbelievers in the world... Now, let me hold that thought. On Sundays, 9 to noon, I'm here, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. The programs are archived on podcast, which is on 1360khnc.com. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. The, 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 the Holy Spirit 
is pouring out his spirit upon the family members in his body in all of the seven lampstands in the Catholic Church, Lutherans, all of mainstream denominations, the evangelical churches in America, which we are the Laodicean church. We are a compromised church, evangelicals. The segments of evangelical Christianity are fundamental Christianity, Pentecostal Christianity, Messianic believers, charismatic churches. This is the Laodicean church. We are not Catholic. We are not Lutheran, Presbyterian, Greek Orthodox. We are a completely different family. We are a dynamic family. We are a brilliant, knowledgeable family. We have been given the best of the world, a nation where there were laws protecting God's children, which now are being violated. Education, the best. It was we had a a culture that was, uh, you might say, the greatest, which is no longer a culture really that is safe. A constitution protecting our rights, which is not the case any longer. We have the very, very best. The right to worship and be free from persecution. That has changed. The Laodicean church, the church that can only have one how would I put it? Ordained to exist on one continent, not, not in Europe. All of the other six churches are European-based. America can only be, is the only nation that could ever fulfill the prophecies of the church in Laodicea. Laodicea is the evangelical churches, the location in the United States of America. We could not thrive on any other nation, in any other nation, on any other continent. The Christians, the evangelical, and, and I will just say, we're so unique. We evangelicals or Laodiceans, this is our nation. This is the ground of Laodicea. I'm trying to, I'm going to phrase this carefully. All of the other six churches 
who had their beginning, their genesis in Europe or Central or Eastern Europe. These nations had their birth on the other side of the ocean in Europe. Laodicea was the nation that was going to be born abroad in the United States of America. We began, and all of the other church, uh, all the other brothers, let's say seven brothers, the younger brother, we, we evangelicals, we got the very best of everything. Rome jumped the ocean. Luther, Lutherans, Anglicans, Greeks, Greek churches, every one of the other brothers jumped the ocean to be part of the inheritance of the charismatic evangelical messianic fundamental churches of America. They were born on another land, but they jumped because they wanted our freedoms, our prosperity, our the finest of everything that the world would ever offer. So they jumped to the United States of America. They live in the land of the Laodiceans. This is biblical. I'm telling you what is biblical. The Laodicean church. This land, we are the ones that are responsible for what happens in the United States of America. Not the Catholics, not the Lutherans, Presbyterians, Pente the, uh, the Protestant churches, the evangelical churches of the United States of America. This is our responsibility. America. This is the land of the Laodiceans. Christians say, pastors, leaders of the, in the churches, they say America doesn't exist. I say America is the whale in the swimming pool. And the Christians of America now, the evangelical Christians, are going to you, we, are responsible to wake up the Lutherans and the Catholics, and the Greek churches. We are responsible to wake up the other family members in the, all the other six lampstands. They're on our land. It's our responsibility to wake them up. Each of the seven churches has a prophecy spoken over it. The prophecy that John spoke over the evangelical churches in America was that you say you are rich and you have need of nothing. But 
The Spirit says, you are blind, wretched, naked, miserable, and poor. We say one thing, but God says something differently. We are blind. The evangelical Christians of America are blind. They're naked. They are clothed with nothing. They're naked. The shame of the evangelical churches is evident. I can spend the next hour just talking about the shame that we have brought to the name of God, to who Jesus Christ is. I can talk about the Pentecostal churches and the dysfunctionalism of Pentecostal Christianity. But I have to also present the dysfunctionalism of fundamental Christianity in this country. And I have to be honest, dysfunctionalism of messianic, the messianic movement in this country. And charismatic, the charismatic uh, branch of the evangelical churches. Christ says in the book of Revelation chapter 3 to the church in Laodicea, you're blind, you're wretched, you're naked, you're miserable, you're poor. I believe what God says. But then he says, buy of me gold tried in the fire. Buy of me the divine nature. Buy of me the nature, my nature. By my nature, I am holy, I am righteous, I am just. By gold tried in the coming tribulation. By gold in the coming tribulation. Two, two parts of the tribulation. A part A and a part B. Part A is less severe than part B. Part B, the last half of the seven-year tribulation, is nighttime. In nighttime, you can't work. I'm saying to the American Christians, for you listening, I'm going to ask you to do something. I am not trying to further my ministry. I am not trying to further uh, my name, what I do. I'm not trying to be great. I'm telling you the truth. I'm being bold about this. I, I am not building a work, a ministry. I am not trying to do anything to make my name great. That's not what God has asked me to do. What God has asked me to do is to give God's children a message. 
We are in the last decade. And Christ is going to return in the next 10 years. And in this 10-year period, the hardships that are going to come upon the earth that have been prophesied have begun. Tell your friends, tell your family members, tell them to tell friends and family members about the olive tree program. Have them, give them the way to listen to the podcasts. In my dossier as an individual, I know what God has asked me to do and to be bold about it. God, when I was born, when I was born, there was a dossier on my name at my on the when I was born there were two powers present and the same with you with each of you I'm presenting to you mysteries that you need to understand about who you are Christians who are those who are faithful who are unfaithful the message is to all of you, your family, if you're family of God. And to those that are not family of God, you need to listen to how God sees things in His family. When you were born, Satan was there and Christ was there. Your dossier of what's going to happen in your lifetime is there. Satan is trying to take that dossier because he wants to rule you. He wants to own you. He wants to deceive you. And the dossier basically, you can say, is who's going to take the dossier, Christ or the devil? Well, the, the, the dossier was not given to the devil, but it wasn't fully, it was still in suspension. And as I grew through the years, I think the dossier ended, in, ended up in the hands of the devil. Because I can look back at my life, and I can see how the evil deeds that I had done, these weren't things that Christ would have been Christ was not, he did not approve, approve of. But on the day that I was born again, the dossier was taken out of Satan's hands and put in my hands, and put in God's hands, in the hands of Christ. And even then, there's going to be a war, a battle for my soul just like there's a battle for your soul. Even if you're a believer, there's still a war taking place. And then what is inside the dossier, all of the appointments, all of the things that you're going to do, everything is documented. And even after I'm a believer, 
the things that I do that are sinful, well, they're right there, written down. But the minute I repent and ask the Lord to forgive me and I cover that sin with the blood of Jesus Christ, that part of that dossier is blacked out. It's not remembered. It is, can't be read. So my dossier is full of blacked out lines. Blacked out through the blood of Jesus Christ. Blacked out because I asked Him to forgive me for my sins. Blacked out because I made and I determined to continue not to be hindered or stopped in God's plan for my life. It has to be the same with you also. When you were born, Christ was there, Diablo was there, and there is a war now for your soul. And in the future, at some point, you, you met God. And the dossier was giving over to Christ. Once you were born again, the dossier is in Christ's hands. The book, your book, is in His hands. But He's documenting everything that's being done, good or bad. And if you sin, if you stumble, well... The blood of Jesus Christ. He washes away all sin. And that transgression is blacked out. You can't be read. God cannot hold it against you. Because the atoning blood, the at blood, has covered that sin. For the purpose of you continuing in your walk continuing in the plan that God has for you. If, in going back to my request and my statement, I'm not trying to make my name great, but I have a responsibility that is in my dossier to present to God's children the truth that other men in positions of authority in the body of Christ, these men have not been faithful. They're not presenting the truth about the time in which we live, the nation in which we live in. In my dossier... I know what I've been asked to do. I have a message that the Holy Spirit has given me. It, many other people may have the same message. I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I don't have the time to follow what's happening in evangelical Christianity in America. I don't have time. My days are full. But I know what's in my dossier. And each one of you, you need to pray and ask God to show you what is in your dossier. Don't look at my dossier 
or anybody else's dossier, anybody else's book, it's our responsibility to find out what it is that God has asked us to do. And we have to, taking the whole scripture and the balance that the Bible gives us, there's a balance. There are things that I am not allowed to do. There are things that I am required to do. I have to find the balance. God is warning His children. And the messengers of this land are to present the truth to God's children, good or bad. <clears throat> Negative, positive, disturbing, not disturbing. The message that God gave each of the prophets in the Old Testament, disturbing, unpleasant, negative, and then positive, whatever it may have been, encouraging. Some of the prophets said, God is going to punish you, and you're going to be punished severely, but God is going to bring you back to your land. He's going to lift the judgments upon you, and you're going to be faithful for a while. And then another prophet would come and say, Well, Israel, you're... And I'm talking about the nation of Israel. Because you are worshiping idols and sacrificing to the gods of the land, nations are going to come and take you captive. captive. But after 70 years, you'll be taken back to your land. Negative, positive. Posit negative sanctions, punishments, then positive sanctions, returning to the land. The crops yield their fruit. There's peace. America is in the Bible. We Laodiceans, we're in charge of what happens in this land spiritually. The Laodiceans, if there's errant doctrine in the Lutheran churches, we Laodiceans are to address it. Or in the Greek churches, or in the Catholic churches, they're on our soil. We are not on their soil. We are not in Germany. We are not in England. We are not in Rome. We're not in Greece. We are on the land that God gave the Laodicean churches. It, this land and the spiritual spiritually we are to oversee what happens in our house, in our land. The brothers can come over here, but the brothers are not supposed to bring over their idolatry. We're not to allow it, or their false doctrine, or their false teachings. This is our evangelical Christians. This is our land. They are guests on our land. 
When we go to Rome, we are guests on their land. In Greece, their land. In Germany, we're guests in their land. Their main religion of Germany is still Lutheran, Lutheranism. In Rome, Catholicism. In Northern Europe, Anglican, uh, I'm trying to think the other religions up there, Methodists, whatever it was. But Laodicean Christians, Evangelical Christians, Catholics, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Pentecostals, all the different aspects of evangelical Christianity, the Messianic people, you're responsible to make sure your doctrines are solid in your assemblies. Pentecostals, your practices and your doctrine needs to be in line with the scripture. Charismatic Christians, you kind of in between fundamental and Pentecostal, you need to make sure your it is your responsibility to watch what is being spoken doctrinally and in practice in your aspect of evangelical Christianity. The same with fundamental Christianity. You're responsible for, for what happens within, like the Baptists. Any errant doctrine, you're responsible to clean it up. This now is the most important time to clean up the Word of God so that the truth will be made known. Rick Rodriguez will be back. Bleed stop. Clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound, apply direct pressure, and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds. Bleed stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find Bleed Stop by clicking on the Bleed Stop button on the 1360 KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular Bleed Stop website prices. Get yours today. The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt too, don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A and B, Longmont, Colorado, Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. 
Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. Trees make you feel good, and the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale will make you feel even better. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 6-8-foot tall aspen clump for $169.50 and mix and match another tree for only 50 cents. That's two trees for only $170. You take Come I-25 see. to exit 235, then five miles west to the tree farm. KHNC is proud to carry my kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. Reasons to Own Gold. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank. Which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592. All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow. My passion has always been to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. Radio has helped MyPillow become the amazing company that it is today. And my employees and I want to thank you with some of the best discounts ever. Just go to MyPillow.com right now and use promo code KHNC. There you're going to find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the new six-pack towel sets for only $29.98. 
As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach urban survival training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. The views and opinions expressed on KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Excursion Broadcasting Network. Okay, welcome to the second hour of today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com. Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. For the first hour... I was uh, talking and began with Hebrews chapter 1. It makes it very clear that Christ is God himself. This was a curveball to the children of Israel. And it is a curveball to the Christians in the evangelical churches and the churches, all seven lampstands. Christians do not realize, most Christians, because they haven't had the teachers that give them the truth about Scripture. Jesus Christ is God. He created all things. He created the heavens, the earth. He will eventually take the universe and fold it like an old garment that can no longer be used and it is going to be burned. This universe, as we understand it, is in decay because of a rebellion of a high, the highest angel ever created. Lucifer, the devil, Satan, is created. He had, he did not exist. It did not exist. It had no eternal existence. Christ, the Godhead, in eternity, existed as life and they the Godhead had a plan and in that plan they created the angels they did not exist there were in eternity past 
there were no angels. There was no universe. There was no sun, moon, stars. There was nothing. There was void. It was empty. But Christ created the universe. And Christ created all of the host of angels with consciousness. And Christ gave them free will. Why would you need to give angels free will? Because this is the glory of who God is. He gave them free will. And the, let's say, you know, let's say that I'm going to use a really bad example, but it's an example that people can understand. Okay, you have the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It says that they are one. It says that they are equal. There is no competition between them. Everything that they do in conversation is never a debate. So you have Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So let's say that the Father in position, bad example, is, is number one. He's number one in position. Then the Son is number two in position, in a position. And then in position number three, you have the Holy Spirit. That's not really the way it is, but as an example. Well, then God creates the angels. So now he creates a separate class of beings with consciousness. And he creates all of them, billions of them, I'm assuming. Well, at the head, the top, the chief, of all of those created creatures and spirits, you have Lucifer, an anointed cherub, the most beautiful, the most gifted, higher in stature, in intelligence, in ability, than every other angel created. So you could say that he would be number four if you wanted to use the example of position of one, two, three, and then four. And then there would be a number five and a number six and a number seven, number eight, number nine, ten. Probably after Lucifer would be probably Michael the archangel. So he'd be five. Then you might have Gabriel the one who carries messages is number six as a type. Well, the thing is this. The Godhead existed eternally. Always, always existed. The angels were created. They had a beginning. Many of them will have an end. The holy angels won't. The, rebel, the angels that rebelled along with Lucifer, they will have consciousness for eternity 
in torment. Eternally. There will be no forgiveness for them. There will be no, like uh, the doctrine of universalism at some point in the distant eternity, God will forgive Satan and the fallen angels and they will be part of the realm in which God exists. No, that is not doctrinally right and not righteous. It says that the throne, your throne, O God, is a throne of righteousness. Okay. Now I gave that example to picking up from the last hour the seven lampstands of God all have a position of influence a sphere that they are to oversee but with all seven lampstands especially five of the seven the, the number two lampstand Pergamos or Smyrna the suffering churches there's not really anything negative to say about them and there's not much to say about the church in Philadelphia two of the six seven brothers are pretty much to some degree without fault the other five have dysfunctionalism big time dysfunctionalism one of the biggest things that a dysfunctional child can have would be number one Ephesus they don't have love. They've lost their first love. They like to do things. They like to be busy. But they have left their first love. Many Christians have left their first love. When you meet Christ, you're in love. Fully in love. A love that's so powerful. And then you get busy and you forget the love of your Savior, of your God. Then, well, I don't want to go into all the dysfunctionalism of the other churches, but coming back to the church in Laodicea. The church in Laodicea is the seventh of the brothers, the youngest of the brothers, about 300 years old, the most dynamic the most doctrinally correct should be the most spiritually adapt or um, gifted we are a very unique family a brother we live in a land that is the very best of the nations in, man, in mankind's history. We have a constitution that protects us to speak, to worship, which is now ended. We had great prosperity, ability to, if we desire, to 
become the most educated, which we are, the most successful, the most profitable financially in any way. And all the other churches, because of what America was, again, like I stated in the first hour, they jumped into the United States. All of these other six churches, they are on the land, on the ground, in the nation that God ordained for the Laodicean family, which is the evangelical family of God. Evangelicals, this is our, the place that gave us. The others have come, all the other six churches have come to America, and it's been a, a blessing curse type of a situation. This land was ordained for the Laodicean church. The Laodicean church could not prosper and function in Europe, Central Europe, Eastern Europe, only the United States of America. This land is our responsibility. With the Catholics, the Lutherans, the Greek Orthodox, with all these other family members, they have brought maybe the worst of what they are, not so much the best. With the Catholics, they brought in the Jesuits. They brought in idolatry. They brought in worship of saints, a worship of Mary. As a former Catholic, I know what I'm talking about. My dad's side, my mom's side of the family, Catholics. They were the first Catholics. They started when Adam and Eve were born. It almost appears that way. Surrounded by Catholicism when I was a child. An aunt who became a nun. But in my dossier, there came a point where God made the decision that I would leave Roman Catholicism, and, and don't misunderstand me to the Catholics that are listening. I did say there's the best, there can be the best and the worst. Catholicism is one of the lampstands of God. The Lutherans, a lampstand. The Greek church is a lampstand. All these are lampstands. They are being used by God and have been used by God to further the name of Christ and the plan of God through the centuries to the peoples that they were to reach. I have aunts and uncles. They are very, very devout Catholics. In spite of the Marian worship, in spite of all that, it's a mystery to me. God loves them. They are His children. They are His people. They will be with Him. They don't know anything else. And according to the Scripture, if they were called to be Catholics or Lutherans or Greeks, my wife's family, they were Greeks. Her dad was Greek, Greek Orthodox. His whole family's Greeks. They came from, uh, they were Serbian Orthodox. God calls 
each of us to where he wants us to meet, to where he wants to meet us. Can God meet people in the Greek churches? Absolutely. The Lutheran churches? No, not very many. No, I'm, ser I'm kidding. Yes, wherever God has called these people, he will decide how he is going to meet them. He can meet them in the Lutheran churches, Anglican churches, whatever it may be. With me, uh, he eventually called me out of Catholicism to the evangelical churches because in my dossier, I was going to eventually become a minister to the Christian people in the evangelical churches. Pentecostal, Messianic, Charismatic, Fundamental Christians. In your dossier, you have what God has planned for you. Don't ask me why the Holy Spirit, I, I just feel very compelled for whatever God has intended to present this to you in this manner. I could not function in the giftings that God gave me in Catholicism. There's no way. Catholicism has its structure. I cannot function in that structure or within Lutheranism or Greek. The Greek churches, I have to function in the structure that frees me to present the revelation that the Holy Spirit gives me to a specific group of people, evangelical Christianity. The revelation that God gave me about we are the Luther, we are the Laodicean church. There's a purpose behind it. Now, on a kind of a distressing type of thought, which is important regardless of how distressing it is, the evangelical Christians, if they don't see where they have been called to testify, then they really miss the plan of God for their lives and as a lampstand. The Laodicean Christians have been ordained by the Holy Spirit to testify in the coming kingdom of Antichrist. The kingdom that is spoken of in the throughout the whole scriptures, all the scriptures, Genesis to Revelation, a kingdom of Antichrist, a kingdom of complete rebellion to God, to the Son of God, and to the Holy Spirit is the United States of America. And this nation was initially conceived in witchcraft. In the first hour I talked about, I mentioned, <clears throat> when you're born, 
your dossier is on the table and you have Christ and you have Lucifer right there fighting over that dossier. That dossier is your soul. Satan wants you to become his servant. Christ is going to protect you and his objective is you will serve him. This is a reality. On the day that you're born, your soul is going to, there's going to be a war for your soul. Satan and his angels and God and his holy angels, and as time goes on, that dossier sits there because that dossier actually is in your hands. You have free will. And that dossier, at some point in the future, you're going to make a decision to give that dossier, your soul, to the devil or to Christ. These are the spiritual matters that are presented in the Bible. And I try to make it as clear as I can. And let's say that you don't make a commitment to the devil. Let's say that you just want to, oh, sort of give your life to the devil, but not really. Christ is still beckoning, suckering, trying to woo you back to himself. Even those people that have been involved in witchcraft as high satanic priests and priestesses that have sacrificed people, committed murder, done every type of blasphemous thing to God himself, even they can be born again. Even they can, in the darkness and the void billions of light years away from Christ well I better not say that years uh, in where they are in their thinking God is still trying to reach them and God can and has been able to cause a change in their heart and they have come to Christ. It would be difficult, but they still did come to Christ. They did leave one kingdom that they did serve to come over to a kingdom that is eternal and serve Christ. So in your dossier, you are, it's, it's, there is a war. Satan wants that little book, which we call your soul. Everything is documented. Everything you think, everything that you read, everything that you've done is documented in your dossier. And Christ wants you, that dossier, to be in his hand, in his care, and then he can set your appointments for the future. But here in this country, 
evangelical Christians, you have been ordained by the Holy Spirit to fight the battle in the coming land of the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of Antichrist. This is why I said earlier at the beginning of this hour, tell your friends they're not going to get the truth listening to many of the weak, not called by God, imposter shepherds of the land that are there to further their own cause, that are there to build their own little empires. I can't build an empire. I'm not here to do that. All true prophets have taken the position of the prophets in the Old Testament. And that position is they cannot do anything. They are forbidden to build their little empires. They are forbidden by God to build an empire. They are forbidden even to take the words of another prophet to build their empire. They can't do it. It will cost them. With the message that I have, nobody else has it, the message that I have. I've received this message by revelation. I'm not a brilliant individual with a photographic memory to remember every single word I've ever said or every word I've ever heard. But I have the Holy Spirit and His Holy Scripture to help me. We'll be back. Any major disaster, especially weather-related, when the power goes out, can cause people to suddenly panic. Within hours, grocery store shelves in your area can be picked clean. Food supply lines get interrupted and food is hard to find. At that point, it's too late to do anything about it. You must survive only on the food you already have in your home or risk waiting for the government to respond while you're standing in food lines. So ask yourself, do you have enough food in your home to last for weeks or months? That's why the smart move is to secure your family's personal supply of the most reliable emergency food you can buy. Having at least four weeks worth of food is not a luxury, it's mandatory. If you don't want you and your family to end up in this situation, go to 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button at the top of the page. That's 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button. So, I'm going to, once again, for people that are driving through the area and you're listening to uh, 1360 AM radio, write it down. Don't forget, you can listen 
to these programs on podcasts. And my podcasts are on 1360khnc.com for the Sunday program, which is now the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry program. During the week, I host the Present Truth program, 2 to 3, daily, Monday through Friday, also on podcast. And um, AM Radio, 1360, if you're coming through Colorado, Johnstown, Colorado. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, Post Office Box 872. I'm just slowing down here so you can write it down if you're driving or text it. 872, or write it in your notes. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Don't text and drive. The Laodicean Church, the church that will minister in the land of the kingdom of Antichrist. The Catholics and all of the other seven churches, the other six churches that are here in the United States, you also are on the land of the coming Antichrist. We are a unique land. You don't have Lutherans going into Rome or Greeks into Rome or evangelicals into Rome. No. America is the land where all the brothers can live together. But the evangelicals, you, our responsibility is to make sure that the practices and the doctrines of the other six lampstands that have come to this land, we have to address what is incorrect and the practices that are errant. Now, evangelicals, Within the evangelical churches, there is satanic doctrine, satanic practice. God is going to begin. He's already begun. The Holy Spirit is no longer going to put up with the nonsense inerrant doctrine, doctrine of demons in this nation. God is going to deal with it. And God is going to deal with it severely. I'm going to give you some examples of doctrines of demons. These matters are going to be addressed at all times in the future. The matter of, firstly, a doctrine of demon. 1820 started in Europe by a woman who had a revelation that there was going to be a rapture. Doctrine of demons came in through a woman, a young girl in Europe. 
a doctrine of demons. And it took hold and jumped to the United States of America. Evangelical Christians, there will be one resurrection. That resurrection is not a rapture. It is a resurrection. A rapture means somebody that is alive that is caught up. Well, that for you, in that type of a thought of a rapture, what about the Christians that are still in the grave? So you're leaving Christians that have that have that are with Christ in the grave. Man, the people living were raptured. And you're driving a school bus and all of a sudden the bus is going down the road without any driver. There is a resurrection and the resurrection according to the scripture is after the great tribulation has concluded, is over, has ended. After the after the great tribulation, then the rapture will be occur and the rapture means oh, I'm sorry not rapture I'm using the wrong word again the resurrection it means just that those who are dead in Christ are resurrected from their sleep and then we who are alive will be caught up we're not resurrected because we didn't die. We're caught up. The resurrected, the resurrection is for those who are dead. The catching up are for those who are still alive. So there's two complete different thoughts. Rapture implies those who are living, excluding those who have died and are sleeping. There is one resurrection. And at the time of the resurrection, there's a catching up. The two happen at the same time. For the Christian people that believe in a pre-trib, mid-trib, partial-trib, multifaceted rapture, you're believing a doctrine of demons brought into this world by a young girl who had a dream that everybody believed and it's not biblically sound. That's number one. And if there is a rapture, we are so close to the tribulation. <clears throat> we are very close to the tribulation. So for those that believe in a rapture, I'm going to tell you, you're going to be disappointed because we're within, I would think, maybe a year of the signing of an agreement between the coming president of this nation and the nation of Israel. And when that agreement is signed, that is the sign given to mankind, one-of-a-kind sign, that the tribulation has begun and the world is now on the calendar and the timeline of Israel's prophets. A year is 360 days. 
The day begins at sundown and ends at sundown. And all of the prophets of the world, the nations, will not go by the time zones in which they live, like we live here in the mountain time zone of Colorado. No, we will not look at days from this time zone. The prophets internationally and the churches internationally will look at Israel, Jerusalem time. The day begins and ends at sundown, Jerusalem time. Each month is 30 days. Each year is 360 days. From that day that that agreement is signed, and I'm going to give you the agreement in the future. I'm, I have to be wise about this. I have the agreement. I know what it is. I've spoken on, on this agreement almost 20, 18 years ago in 2006, 2007. It's already documented. I'm going to give this audience this agreement in the future. I just have to ask, I'm just asking the Lord for wisdom. This is why I'm asking you in this audience, tell people that we are in the kingdom, the land, the nation of the coming Antichrist. They're going to want to hear this kind of nonsense, this kind of talk. They're going to want to hear this craziness. Good. You tell them, and you have them tune in here on Sundays from 9 to noon, 1360 AM radio. If they're in the area, they can stream the pod the, the, that's program on 1360khnc.com. We're streamed all the time. We're never not streaming. We're forever streaming. It's what we do. That's what this station does. There's no timeouts. There's no days off. People want to know the truth. Tell them. That's what God has given me a message. He's given me the ministry to tell people what other people won't say. I don't have, I don't have a congregation. I don't have programs. I'm not that kind of a minister. I pastor. I teach. I evangelize. I work prophetically. I work apostolically. I work in all of the functions, depending on what is needed at the at the time that I'm ministering. I function in all of these gift these administrations. This is in my my dossier. This is what God has called me to do. Israel, the war that's taking place in Israel presently. It's in the Bible. Another doctrine of demons. A big major doctrine of demons is that Israel has been replaced by the churches. This is a major, major 
satanic doctrine that I hear many Christian patriots they're talking about this they're upset with Israel they're they're begging that the this country and the nations will get Israel to stop this campaign against the terrorists these terrorists are enemies of God Psalm 83 read the psalm God they have come they are against you they are fighting you God they hate you this is how the Asaph the Levite psalmist begins God they hate you who who hates him these enemies of Israel these enemies that are involved right now in this campaign the terrorists you believe the Bible or you believe your emotions the psalmist said God they hate you they hate you they hate you God and what did the Lord say in uh, Moses I I don't want to give the verses because I'm trying to remember where they are but I know the verse it says God said I am against those who hate me to the third and fourth generation it's not a small thing to hate God to the third and fourth generations and then it also says that there are some God says I am against you who hate me to every generation does that mean from the time of Cain all the way to the present yes God was against Cain after he killed Abel but God said I have to protect you from those who will hunt you down and kill you Cain because you're going to be and your lineage and people that hate me through these centuries and through the thousand these millennium they have to build a kingdom another kingdom they have to be build the kingdom of darkness they will be Satan's servants they will serve Satan from generation to generation to generation to generation through all generations because I've given Satan the right to build his kingdom and he needs employees he needs people to build his kingdom so I have to give him a workforce and I have allowed it and I have allowed it because these people have been cursed and they hate me and then their children will hate me and their grandchildren their great-great-grandchildren will hate me Satan needs a workforce so for those who study what has happened with the COVID and the pharmaceutical companies and the World Health Organization and we know these people we know the names of these people that serve Satan they're employed by the devil we know their names we know an, there was one of the major employees of the devil his name was Judas Iscariot was he an employee yes Satan had a right to use him to betray Christ 
So Christians don't think along this line. You, you're going to change your thinking. Christians have to change your thinking. And the only way you're going to think differently is to know the truth and to know and see the mysteries that have been hidden from ages past. Who has ever told you? Maybe somebody has, maybe not. No one has ever told me that Satan has a workforce, that he has to build a kingdom, that he was given permission by Christ to build that kingdom, and that even Christ himself cannot take those that workforce and destroy them ahead of time. Was Adolf Hitler part of Satan's workforce? How about Lenin? How about Winston Churchill? How about some of the presidents of the United States of America? Were they Satan's workforce? God said there would be a nation that would be the biggest, greatest nation ever that existed in the history of mankind a nation superior in every technology, every weapon, communication, a nation that would extend its reach into space. It's in the scripture. And I don't have these hundreds of verses in front of me, but I know because I've read them and God has imprinted them in my mind. I know the the overall view a workforce Anthony Fauci I'll mention his name he won't mind his family his lineage comes back from satanic lineages back in the 1500s Klaus Schwab yes he's a servant of satan He's been allowed to live to build that kingdom. And the laws of the of mankind are not going to touch him. Fauci, nobody's going to touch Fauci. He's Satan's servant. And God has given Satan the right to protect him. Has that anybody told you this? This is because Christians are in their assemblies with their heads buried. They don't see they don't see God's plan, they, his eternal plan. The Bush family, the Clintons, the Rockefellers, the Rockefellers, secret societies sworn allegiance to Satan. Why? Because Satan has a right to have a workforce. And the Holy Spirit, Christ himself, won't interfere. Remember, I'll give you the ground for what I'm saying. I can't think it was Matthew 4. Christ is fasting for 40 days 
And when he's at his weakest state, guess who he guess who comes to visit him? The devil and Satan. And tempts him with three temptations. The final temptation, fall down and worship me and I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world. And instantly Satan revealed to Christ the very time that we live in right now. All the technology, all the ability to communicate internationally, travel, all the knowledge of the time that we live in, the, uh, the best of the best of the best. Have you seen the glory of some of these big cities like Dubai or Shanghai or Beijing or this is what Satan revealed to Christ and Christ told him no and rebuked him and the devil left well did the level did the devil just give up no Satan said I will give you all the kingdoms of the world because I am the God. <clears throat> I am the ruler of these kingdoms. Christ didn't rebuke him. Christ didn't say, no, you're not Satan. They're my kingdoms. No, Christ didn't say that. He didn't deny that Satan was building kingdoms. And in that little that little presentation, it is very clear that Satan is going to build kingdoms from that day to the time when the kingdoms of the world become the kingdoms of our God and his Christ. So Satan is building his kingdoms. And also, Satan has a, king, a coming king called the abomination of desolation, the slothful servant, the uh, <clears throat> son of perdition, the son of the devil, the son of eternal destruction. And this person has the right to martyr Christians. He's a servant. He's an employee of the devil. And he's going to martyr Christian people. He's going to go to war with all of the seven, the children in the seven lampstands of God, especially in the United States of America. Now, the Holy Spirit is revealing all this to also reveal you who are born again, you have the power and the grace, the wisdom, if you ask, of Almighty God residing inside of you. The God of the universe that created everything is in you. You have access to God's throne to make requests, 
to beseech him for your needs and the needs of those around you. For those that are leaving, God bless you. God bless you in your day and your week and your month and your future. But remember, every Sunday, 9 to noon, here on 1360 AM Radio, Johnstown, Colorado, and the podcasts are 1360khnc.com. God bless you, but you come back, and I'll be back in just about a minute. We'll continue. Hey, folks, Larry Elder here. The rumors are true. KHNC listeners are loving Y-Refi. They're investing in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or to the Fed. A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily, you're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there is no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Eldorados, you got to get in touch with Y-Refi. I've met with them personally, and take it from me, the great Eldersky, they are trustworthy, honest, and you can earn a fixed rate of return up to 10.25%. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, then R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-Y-REFI-24. Click on investyrefi.com or call 888-Y-REFI-24. You will be glad you did. Reasons to own gold. Reason number 725. The government goes out of its way to make you believe Social Security has an account with your name on it with money just for you. But the Supreme Court ruled that payments due under Social Security are not property rights and are not protected. Social Security is to the roar of the Rockies. And the KHNC, government is under no obligation. a.m. Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. 
just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. Are you looking to sell your access construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. It's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of carryout-sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 7 to 8-foot tall flowering tree for only $269.50 and get another tree for only 50 cents. That's two 7-gallon trees for only $270. You Come take I-25 to exit 235, then 5 miles west to the Tree Farm. Bleed stop. Clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound, apply direct pressure, and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds. Bleed stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find bleed stop by clicking on the bleed stop button on the 1360 KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular bleed stop website prices. Get yours today. If you've ever been frustrated or frightened by a cut or a nosebleed that won't stop bleeding or had an emergency where bleeding can't be controlled, you need Bleed Stop. It's a safe-in-the-wound, non-stinging, FDA-cleared powder that's clinically proven to quickly and easily stop bleeding even for severe wounds and for people on blood thinners or people with nosebleeds. My oldest son cut himself with a knife quite badly, and we had Bleed Stop with us, and we put it on the wound, and it stopped the bleeding. Bandages don't do much to stop the bleeding, certainly not if you're on a blood thinner. Bleed stop works simply put bleed stop onto any cut or wound apply pressure and watch the bleeding stop easy to apply it doesn't burn it doesn't sting take away your bleeding fear bleed stop absolutely works even if you're on blood thinners or suffer from nosebleeds bleed stop is used in emergency rooms across the country bleed stop only works if you have it on hand imagine what bleed stop can do for a serious cut find bleed stop by clicking on the bleed stop button on the 1360 khnc webpage get yours today the Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt too, don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A and B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492, The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. 
Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Okay, welcome to the third hour of today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, Rick Rodriguez. The podcast, 1360khnc.com, to the podcast site for the Olive Tree Ministry, or to the Present Truth site for my programs, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3, and uh, let's see, contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Okay, and um, now I had decided which direction 
to continue, I was talking about doctrines of demons. One is a pre-trib rapture. A second doctrine of demons, major in this country, in the evangelical and, yeah, Pentecostal churches, is that, and in the patriot movement as well, that the church, the churches of Jesus Christ have replaced Israel. That the lampstands of God in Revelation 2 and 3 have replaced the nation of Israel as God's people. That is not true. That is a doctrine of demons. God has a plan with Israel, has had a plan, will have a plan. They have to be here. They are going to rule the nations in the millennial kingdom. And that will drive people insane to think that. But it's biblical. Israel became a nation after being non-existent for 1900 years. Prophecy was fulfilled. Israel was brought back to life by God so that he can finish the promises and the covenants made to Israel. Israel is going to own the land in the Middle East from the Nile River to the Euphrates River, River, all the coast along the western shoreline of the Mediterranean will be Israel's territory in the future. Most of Syria going north, Lebanon, this is what the Bible says. So for Christians to say that Israel has been replaced by the church, this is... Um, a lie. Also, Christians, many who I am shocked that are defending the terrorist groups in Gaza, the people, Israel is not at war with the citizens of Gaza. Israel is at war with the God-haters in the army, in the military, in Hamas. Psalm 83. Those that hate God, those that want to destroy, to disappear the children of Israel, and who want to eliminate the word Israel. It's right there in Psalm 83. This is the war taking place presently. The war is against God. Islam is at war with Almighty God. Four days ago, three days ago, Mecca, massive flooding like they have never seen. Massive, massive flooding when all the people are coming to Mecca to worship. Oh, well, that was just natural, natural, you know. No, this was not natural. This was God speaking to Islam. Islam is at war with the Jewish people supporting Hamas, Hezbollah. The nation is being punished of Saudi Arabia. And God is making it clear. Islam 
he is at war with Islam also. Many Muslim people, God, Christ is revealing himself to them. They are getting saved. Because he stated that in these Islamic nations, there will be people that are going to be in the millennial kingdom. There are people that are going to receive Jesus Christ. They're going to reject Allah and receive Christ. They're going to reject the prophet Muhammad and receive Christ as the one true God, as the one who they know and will have the experience of giving them eternal life and washing away their sins. There's no forgiveness of sins in the Quran. There's no thought of forgiveness of sins. Only Jesus Christ in all of the religions offers forgiveness of sins and eternal hope. And not only eternal hope, but help in time to assist people while they are alive with all of their troubles, sicknesses, psychological matters, their needs, whatever it may be. Satan, like I stated in the last hour, has his, has his employees. Satan has a right to protect Anthony Fauci, Klaus Schwab, these people, because they're Satan's employees. Satan has a right to protect them, and Christ makes it very clear that, they, that he will not punish them. There will be a time when their cup is full of evil, then Christ will be allowed to punish them. But in the meantime, they are, Satan, they are servants of the devil. This is a concept that Christ made clear in Matthew chapter 20 in Matthew 4 when he was tempted by Satan fall down and worship me I'll give you the kingdoms of the world Satan has employed billions of people he's an employer he's employing people through religions like Islam and the occult origin uh, 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 religions Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormonism, Buddhism, Hinduism, you name it. Satan has a right to employ them. But now, Christ is gone out into the fields, into the day, early in the morning, and he is looking for laborers to come into his harvest. That's where we are. To come into his harvest. To come and be employed by him. He will give us our duties. He will help us to fulfill those duties. He will move heaven and earth to position us where we need to be so that we can obey what he's asked us to do. As a testimony... I could never do what Christ asked me to do as a Catholic. I couldn't. There's structure in the Catholic Church, and I could never be part of that structure. The reason my aunt became a nun 
is because a small Catholic community in Longmont, Colorado, my grandparents were very well known. My grandfather was very influential in the Hispanic community in the city. He worked for the the uh, <clears throat> main we, we, we worked in the farm. He worked in the farm and he worked for the Dickens family in Longmont, the biggest, richest, wealthiest family in the city. They own land everywhere. My grandfather, my aunts, they, they did the beet fields for him. And uh, he was one of the first uh, Hispanics to actually own a farm on the west side of Longmont. This was unheard of. He was Spanish. He was not Mexican. My mother was, was Mexican, Hispanic. My grandfather was Spanish from Spain. Blue eyes, light hair, tall, slender. But as a Catholic, um, my, grand, my, aunt, my aunt, because of the family being prominent, the Catholic Church, they, were able, they had sway. My grandfather and grandmother had sway, and she became a nun, or she went to the convent, and then later she was assigned to the Hispanic community through the Catholic Church in Longmont, St. John's Catholic Church. But as a Catholic, there was no future with God for me, period. So God pulled out my dossier one day, and he made a change. This young boy is going to get saved, and I'm going to give him new directions in his life. I was born again, and everything began to change. I didn't know I would be in ministry. I didn't know I would be the, the founder of a ministry. I didn't know that I would have uh, giftings in, evangel in evangelism and teaching and pastoring and uh, in the prophetic world, in the apostolic world. I had no idea of any of this. As far as I'm concerned, I'm just going to love the Lord and obey the Lord and die. And God said, no, you're going to love me for sure. You're going to obey me for sure. But you're going to go where I tell you to go, do what I tell you to do, and you are not going to be a member in any church. You will not be allowed. He did not ever allow me to be a member of a church. He said, you're going to help pastors, ministers. You will help ministries. You will assist them. You will help them. And you will work with them because I'm going to train you for your own ministry, which I didn't know I was going to even have. And then I'm going to train you and show you what I hate and what I abhor Doctrines of demons. 
Now I'm going to show you what these doctrines are and you're going to present it to my people and they're going to be offended and they're going to be at war with you but I'm going to prosper you and establish you and further your cause that you have with me. Because I'll be with you. The doctrine of demons. A pre-trib rapture. The church has replaced Israel. No, it hasn't. Thirdly, the doctrine of demon, major, major doctrine, which is a major part of the apostasy that began in the mid-70s in the evangelical churches in America. Calvary Chapel, all of them. Pentecostal churches in the last 20 years, 25 years, internationally, the new apostolic reform movement started right, centered to some great degree in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Doctrines of demons. Very powerful doctrines. Apostolic, a new apostolic reform movement that this group of, of Christians are going to take over the world, the nations for Jesus Christ, and when Jesus Christ returns, they will basically give the nations to Christ as an inheritance. Look, Lord, what we have done. It's a Cain, a Cain. Remember Abel and Cain? Cain worked and created something that he thought was pleasing to God. And God rejected it. And what did Cain do? Killed Abel. Abel was worshiping God in the proper way as Christ, uh, worshiping Christ through blood atonement. And Cain was offended with Abel, persecuted Abel, killed Abel. The same with this new apostolic reform movement. For a short period of time, they will turn on Christians who speak against them push back at them, expose them as a false Cain religion. By their own works, they're going to take over the world for Christ. This is not in the Bible. But this apostasy, this great falling away, this deviating from sound scripture is clear in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Doctrines of demons. Now, these many of these people that I'm shocked, and they you're, we do their programs right here on this station, and they are they believe that Israel is committing genocide on innocent people. They're not. They're doing exactly what Christ or what the prophets in the Old Testament told them to do. They are going to be punished by God, these terrorists and these nations, families that 
are family members. They're related to the children of Israel, and then there are the nations that are not. But they will turn on Israel, and they're doing it right now. The exclamation point in what I'm saying Christians don't want to believe things that I'm saying are in the Bible. And this is the spirit of the time that we're in. Christ said, my people don't have an ear to hear. My people are blinded in their mind. They're blinded, or they're blind. Their minds are not clear. They don't want to believe that we're in the end time, that we're in the last decade. This prophet says, through study of the scripture, we're in the last 10 years. This prophet said, says, Jesus Christ, his kingdom is going to be set up within 10 years. And that this kingdom that we're a member of right now, that Satan is trying to shake, will not be shaken. This kingdom of faithful believers in this country and internationally this kingdom is growing like a mountain. This kingdom cannot be shaken. It appears, in spite of all that I say about the dysfunctional evangelical Christianity, within dysfunctional evangelical Christianity, there is a residue of men and women and people of God that are faithful, that the Holy Spirit is upon, that are being strengthened daily. They are seeking truth, the truth, and only the truth. And God, according to His promises, when they seek the truth, regardless of how distressing it may be, God will empower them to be able to be resilient, to stand, and to move forward regardless. There is in this body of Christ those who are going to, that are in wrestling. They've engaged with this matter of all these doctrines of demons and all the doctrines that are errant in the other six lampstands that have come to the land of Laodicea, that have come to the land that the Laodicean church has been given by God, which is the evangelical churches of America. <clears throat> this is our responsibility, and according to what the Scripture says, we are going to be successful in addressing the problems and what is coming in this country. We're in the land, this country. I don't know if it was Gary Kaw. I'm trying to remember back in the 90s, I read a book. They did a study on the meaning of the name of, the, of America and eventually, 
The, ma the, the, the name is the land of the plumed serpent, the land of Satan. Oh, but not America. We've been a Christian nation. No. God brought into the land of the plumed serpent, God allowed these, these uh, very religious, devout Christians <clears throat> in Northern Europe to come here to set the base, the groundwork for what would become evangelical Christianity. We're evangelicals. We preach the gospel. Now you have evangelical Catholics, evangelical Lutherans, evangelical Greek Orthodox, evangelical, evangelical, everything. But it came because we Laodiceans, our objective was to preach the gospel to who? The Indians, the people that dwelt in this land, and also to establish free worship. We're evangelicals, and we did just that. But this nation, the roots, the genesis was in witchcraft. And it has to be. The name implies just that. The land of the plumed serpent. This is the land of Satan. This is the land of Satan that will eventually be destroyed completely. It's in Jeremiah, Isaiah. This land of Satan will be unoccupied in the future. All that will dwell here will be demons, satyrs, dancing, singing their songs to Satan. But no flesh will be here, no people will be here, just the wild creatures. You're not being told the truth about this country because the men in these positions of authority, they have programs, they have buildings, they have <clears throat> bills to pay. Thank God I have to buy gas and rent. If you're leaving, podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. Tell your friends, Rick Rodriguez will be back. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TehiboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TehiboTeaClub.com. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. 
I'm going to talk about this doctrine of demons here in the land of the plume serpent, speaking to you from Colorado, here on this high satanic mountain, this high place of America, Colorado. I'm going to tell you what is going to happen to these people that believe that Israel has been replaced. A punishment is coming to them very severe. I told you in the last hour, Mecca is at war. Islam is at war with Israel and the Arab Saudi Arabia at war with Israel. And Mecca has been flooded. Hundreds and hundreds of people dead. Millions of dollars worth, billions of dollars worth of damage. They had camels being carried down river. river. Camels. You know how tall those things are. God is punishing the evil of the world. On the 18th of September of this year in Brazil, you had a parade to Satan, a parade to the devil. And they had an individual dressed in a costume with horns, red outfit with a pitchfork, and then you had a man with a loincloth, a white loincloth, being portraying Christ. And there's marching down the street and the devil is afflicting him. Satanic. Two days later, the heavy rains came. 800 people dead right away. I don't know what the final total is. Judgments of the Holy Spirit immediately. You want to mock God? Your punishment will come very quickly. Don't mock him. There's a, I remember a story years ago. I told a story when I was in Las Vegas. A young boy in Texas, high school, Satanist, worshiping the devil, telling all the classmates that Satan, that, God, that Christ had no power, that Christ was weak. And he and made it went to so far as to say, you know, I'll tell you what. I'm going to meet, I'm going to be at this certain place on Saturday. And if Christ, if you're real, meet me there. But I know you won't show up because you're a coward. Because if you show up, I'll basically blah, blah, blah. And all the school, they were laughing at him, laughing, you know, they were, it was really a fun thing for them. So this kid goes and he's there. And at noon, he's telling all the friends that had gone out there, see, I told you. Christ wouldn't show up. I told you he was a coward. He doesn't exist. He's not real. He's a coward. I told you I would show up, but he wouldn't show up. Where is he? Well, everybody went their way. A little tiny tick showed up. The tick bit him on the eye, below the eyeball, on the eyelid. He got an infection. He died on Tuesday. Christ showed up as a, he sent one of his little servants, a little tick. Christ showed up and he sent the least of a servant, bit this boy on the eye, eyelid. 
He got sick Sunday, sicker Monday, was dead on Tuesday. You want to you wanna fool with an almighty God? I'm going to read you some verses for those who are listening who believe that Israel has been replaced. I'm going to read the verses and I'm going to tell you what God will do to you. God's not messing with this matter of Israel. These are His elect. He promised to keep them, protect them. He's going to punish them, but let Him punish them. Their victory is coming. After their victory, there's going to be a punishment. I won't have time to talk about that today. Verse 13 of Romans chapter 11. I am speaking to you Gentiles. I'm an apostle to the Gentiles. I will make the most of and I will glory in my ministry. I hope I can make my own people jealous and in this way help some of them to be saved. Some Jewish people are going to be saved. If God's rejection of Israel meant he would become friends with us and with the world, what will Israel's acceptance mean when Israel is brought back from the dead? Israel was brought back from the dead in 1948, May 15th or 14th. Verse 16, in the first, if the first piece of bread offered is holy, then the whole loaf is holy. If a tree's roots are holy, then the tree branches are holy. It, as, it is as if some of the branches from an olive tree having been broken off, and through that you Gentiles like the branch of a wild tree, you've been uh, grafted in to that first tree. Now you share the strength, the blessings, the richments, the riches, the nourishment, the fat of that tree and its life. Do not brag. Now this is where I say, this is the warning. To those who believe Israel needs to be punished and that the God needs to lift his punishment off of Hamas terrorists in Gaza, in the West Bank, Lebanon, Syria, and in the Jordan. Then later on, other nations as they come to attack Israel. If you think that God's hand should be lifted, then you don't know the scripture. When God says he's going to punish these nations 3,000 years ago for their evil and all that they have done to hurt God's children and that He would punish them and the punishment has begun in Psalm 83. It's begun. So all the world can see. The whole world is going to see this punishment on these terrorists. And Christians who don't see it from God's perspective, you're going to be deceived and your heart, your, your tender heart, your fallen heart, and your emotions are going to side with the terrorists. The people there, God said he's going to take care of the women and children that need to be protected. God, that's his responsibility. The World Health Organization the, that's now getting involved and these, these uh, groups that are coming in to assist let them do what they do. God will be with them. But to stop this war, 
is it's not going to happen. So, here's what the Lord says to those who do not understand Scripture. Verse 18, do not brag about those branches that are broken off. That's a form of anti-Semitic attitude. Don't brag. Because if you brag, remember that you are not being supported, that you do not support the root. But it's the root that supports you. You will say that the branches were broken off so that we could be joined to their tree. Wonderful. Those branches broken off, we put in their place. That's true. But those branches that were broken off were broken off because they didn't believe. They were unfaithful. And you, you continue to be part of that tree only because you believe. Do not be proud, but actually be afraid. Be very careful. Sit in awe. This is what God is saying to the Christian people in America right now. These men that have these big ministries that are patriots, be afraid. They need to be warned. If God didn't spare the natural branches, then He will not spare you either. I'm telling those people, all the Christians, every Christian that believes that Israel has been replaced by the church, firstly. Secondly, that Israel is the aggressor in the situation in Gaza and in the wars to come, I'm warning you, these are prophecies that must be fulfilled. God will cut you off. I'm telling you, He will cut you off. And what does that mean, He will cut you off? Paul continues in verse 22, You see, God is kind, but He's very strict. He can be harsh. He will be stern. He punishes those who stop following Him. But God is kind to you if you continue following in His kindness. If you, if you do not, you will also be cut off from the tree. If the Jews will believe in God again, He will accept them back. God is able to put them back where they were. And He has put them back to where they were. He's put them back in their land. He has enabled them. He has prospered them. He has made them a strong little nation. You have to see it from God's perspective here in Romans 11. If you Gentiles are cut off from a wild olive tree and contrary to nature joined to a good olive tree, how much more will the natural branches be joined to their own olive tree again? So we were grafted in and we have become a great people spiritually. How much more when Israel is grafted and as Israel is grafted back in? If these people who believe that Israel is insignificant, unneeded, 
God has washed his hands of them. You will be cut off. You don't know scripture and you are picking up an anti-Semitic spirit. And you will be in blessing. I will bless those that bless thee. Cursing, I will curse those that curse thee. You will be cursed. I gave you the example of God punishing Islam and Saudi Arabia through floods. Brazil, through the floods, they have a satanic car, a, a parade. And this boy that got was bitten by that had his punishment come through a tick. I'm telling you, I'm warning you, Christian people. If you catch any anti-Semitism in your heart, you better repent. If you don't understand something and you're not sure about something, you stay neutral. If not, God is going to punish you. Well, how is God going to punish us? I'm going to tell you how he will punish you, where his punishment will begin. He will pull his Holy Spirit off of you. And once his spirit is off of you, your mind will not be protected. And you will begin to slip down a very dark path. And you will be caught by an anti-Semitic spirit, an anti-Jewish spirit, and your punishments will begin. Firstly on your mind, and then practically. If you don't know the scripture, don't take a position till you know the scripture. God is protecting Israel. God has commanded Israel in this war to go to war with these enemies because God is going to punish them. They hate God. They hate the Jewish people. And they hate the name of Israel. Israel is, was God's servant as an individual God changed him from Jacob, this individual from J the name of Jacob to Israel. Israel, that name is very important to God Almighty. He gave that land to these people. They occupy that land. They will occupy that land. They're going to expand their territory. They're going to when the war begins, when Jordan, King Abdullah, when the terrorist groups, when he is persuaded to attack Israel from the east, King Abdullah is going to lose all of his land. And I think, I think uh, uh, Brian, who, who does his program on Friday at 3 o'clock, he told me this week, I believe it was Brian, that King Abdullah, if I remember what he said, has even stated that Israel is going to take over present-day Jordan. You see, Abdullah is, a, is of the lineage of Lot, Abraham's nephew, Lot, L-O-T, and Lot's wife, who was turned into a pillar of salt because she looked back when 
the valley was being destroyed, Sodom and Gomorrah. Abdullah is a is a lineage, a descendant of Lot. Two boys, Moab and Ammon. And he's he's of the lineage of, I believe, Ammon. And he these are these people knew Abraham and the God that Abraham served and the promises that were made to Jacob and Isaac and Abraham, these children of Lot, they know Ammon and Moab. But the thing is, they worship other gods. They have idols that they worship, other gods. And these other gods are actually spirits, principalities that dwell, that rule over the land in which they live. These spirits live up in the sky. And these spirits, these fallen angels, they have power over that territory of Ammon and then the territory of the sun, Moab. And then you have Iran. You have a prince that rules over the nation of Iran, which right now that prince is stirring up these people to hate and to go to war with Israel. In the book of Daniel, it was a spirit called the Prince of Persia. Daniel prays in the account. He prays, and God hears his message in that same hour. But it takes Gabriel, the archangel, 21 days to come to deliver the message to Daniel. And it says that for 21 days, Michael and his angels had to fight the prince of Persia, meaning a spiritual power in the atmosphere. And it took him 21 days. Well, you would think that it would just be instant. All he's got to do is snap a finger and get the message to Daniel. No. That prince of Persia, which is alive today, which is once again going to attack Israel, that prince withstood Michael the, arch, Michael the archangel for 21 days. But eventually, Michael got through. And that prince of Persia in Iran is in an uproar, is just biting, just antsy, wants to destroy Israel. But that prince of Persia is waiting for Gog, the prince that rules Russia. Gog is the name of that spirit that rules Russia. Gog of the land of Magog. They're talking, literally, I, 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 just like I'm talking to you, the prince of Persia and, the, and Gog, the prince of Russia, they're talking, they're visiting they're talking to the prince that rules Turkey and the prince that rules the area north of the, I think it's the Black Sea or the Caspian Sea, I can't remember. And then they're talking to the prince of the heir that rules Ethiopia and Libya. They're all talking. These fallen angels are in conference together. 
waiting for this war that Israel is going to win over all these terrorists. When that war is done, then these princes of these nations that I just mentioned, then they're going to be allowed to come to present-day Jordan and try to destroy Israel and take over the land of Israel. It's all in the Scripture. And God said that at this time, in this decade, the most important decade of mankind, He is going to un... He's going to... All the mysteries are going to be revealed. What has been hidden is going to be revealed. And it's being revealed. Things are being revealed. The reason is because... I'm going to have to end with this hour, uh, end this hour with this thought. God is speaking in Deuteronomy chapter 32. God says, Hear, O heavens, listen to my voice, because I am going to speak. And my speech is going to be like the rain, heavy rains falling on a forest, and like small rain falling falling on tender grass, and like dew lighting on herbs. I am going to speak, and my speech is going to be heard throughout the earth. And basically paraphrasing, he says, I'm going to signs and wonders and thunders and lightning and earthquakes and hunger and war I am going to speak so clearly to mankind that they'll even shake in their bed at night. I want the world to wake up to the knowledge that I am God and I am going to make my name great. And God is saying to His children, to the born-again people, ascribe greatness to the God that saved you from eternal, eternal fire. Ascribe greatness to Him. Publish His name. Make His name great. Tell the world who this King is. This great Yahweh Sabaoth. The King of Heaven who is directing the armies of Israel in this campaign presently. Don't think he's not directing Netanyahu. Whether you think Netanyahu is evil, corrupt, he's still the king of Israel. Ahab was evil and corrupt. And I'm not saying that Netanyahu is an Ahab. I'm just saying that Israel had kings that only cause hardship to Israel. But Israel had kings who God used to continue the prophecies about Israel so that my Messiah could be born. The Yahweh Sabaoth, Sabaoth the, king, the God who is directing Israel in this campaign, and in future campaigns. And 
this mighty God who is directing the individuals in his body, in the churches, that are going to stand up to the apostasy in Roman Catholicism, Lutheran churches, all of the mainstream denominations in the evangelical churches, the the apostasy with the fundamental churches like Baptists and all of them, the charismatic churches, the Pentecostal churches, the Messianic churches. There's a, for the Messianics, I know many Messianic people. I've been involved with Messianic uh, churches going back to the 80s. I have been, I, I don't want to mention names, with some right out of this area that have gone on to other parts of the country. But their doctrine is wrong. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Their doctrine is off. God bless you. Join me next Sunday. Podcast 1360KHNC.com for podcasts. God bless you. A lot of radio stations can boast about having two, three, even 500,000 listeners. But what they don't tell you is that their average listener only listens for four minutes. And if they're listening to music, they're constantly changing the channel. Same old boring commentary. Or as soon as a commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have some of the longest continuous listener minutes in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial as soon as a commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss one second of their favorite programs. Advertise with AM 1360 KHNC and have your message heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We have the best rates in Colorado. So call us at 970-587-5003 or 1360 KHNC.com. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-5... 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins.